wisdom of God in a mystery. I want you to understand it's a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. These people, it's a mystery. Because it is given unto you. Read on to know the mystery. Mystery, even a mystery. Hit through ages through history. Generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, the nation. Victory. You're listening to, listening to mysteries of his life. Now, since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Mysteries of the Bible. I'm your host, St. James, who is standing in for Mr. Powers this evening, who is not able to be with us. But I do have a special guest, our co-host, who this evening is... Mr. Ramos, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's a pleasure to be with you here this evening again. Likewise. All right. And man, especially on a night like tonight. So what what do we got for tonight? I think we had the last. Uh, did you know that was the um, was that? What, wait, this is the transformation of the dragon special, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is mm. this is the one right here that we've been long, long anticipated waiting for is, is, is this is right here the, the, the meat and potatoes of, of the devil right here <laughs> yeah cause this is like we, we we continuing on that theme right of right we went through the christmas special thanksgiving special right the christmas special mm-hmm. uh we just had new year's special mm-hmm. you know i guess yeah it kind of was a new year's special right yeah. um but it's been the very central theme of what of recognizing how things in the world that are recognized as being good, right, and recognized as 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 being universally accepted, um, how showing that these are things that are actually against the knowledge of God. These are actually against our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Right, Mr. Ramos? That's correct. That is definitely correct. So now, say, so, all right, so why? Like, why? Like, cause, right, because since we... Our main goal is to establish truth, right? Mm-hmm. According to the word of God, mm-hmm. as the intro to the show says, right? Mm-hmm. So then we absolutely have to do that. So now, what, where is this deception coming from? Why is there a deception now? Right? Mm-hmm. So we should be able to point to that back to the word of God, right, uh, Mr. Right. Ramos? That's yeah, fair? That's, that's it. That's the main that's goal. The, yep. That's yep. it. That's our, our main goal is to establish truth according to God. Mm-hmm. So let's do that. Because what better resource can we go to the King James Version of the Holy Bible and go to the book of St. Matthews, the 24th chapter and the fourth verse and get it out of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, and go back to the actual testimony and the gospel that he himself gave when he was here walking on the earth. I can't think of a better resource than that. Can you? No, I don't think there is one. Yes. All right. Yes. For for all these so-called Bible shows, even though we're blowing the Bible shows out the out the water. So we very much thank you all so much for your support. Right. Um. Absolutely. It all you know, all the glory, all the credit, back to our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, and to the teacher that He gave us and sent to us the Holy Gods and Comfort, the Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Tazadakia. Because right. let me tell you, without that information, right, Mr. Ram, I'm saying we. What what would what can I say? What can what can Saint James say about the Word of God? Mm. Absolutely nothing by myself, mm. right? Because without a teacher, and that's a 
I don't want to digress too far, but, you know, that's a very important and very humbling point that you just have to take when you come in to even wanting to start dealing with God. Right. You just have to recognize, like, all right, you know what? Yeah, I believe in the Bible, but I don't know anything about it. So let's get a teacher and let's go to the teacher. And Lord's will, through the through the course of the show, we are going to absolutely show you why that's so dangerous to try to pick, a, 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 even though something as simple as going to find a teacher to teach you about the word of God, how in this corrupt and wicked world, how even that is something it can completely and totally destroy, like, destroy your life. And I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You get the wrong teacher. Like the, the word of God is so powerful. You got the wrong teacher. They will lead you to hell in a handbasket. And it's, I think that's the proper expression, right? Just, <laughs> yep. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's the point of why we, continuously you hear us on the show make sure that it's known um the the true teachings um of the bible that we express to the listening audience are coming from the prophet of god that the lord our god jesus christ left us on earth to teach us the the mysteries of the bible the mysteries Mm -hmm. that's why when you use the word special earlier it's hard for it. It's hard to not call any show a special because everything we release is special. So it's almost yeah. like <laughs> every topic is going to be special because everything the Holy God sent Comforter, Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Tazadakia, um, the Holy God sent Comforter, also known as the original host of Mysteries right. of the Bible Show, Doctor Jermaine Grant. Everything he brought to the table from the Bible is always special, and that's the difference mm-hmm. between. When you're learning from a true prophet of God, and like you said, somebody that could lead you to hell in a handbasket out there in the world. Yeah, and uh, you know that's one of those things. Maybe a side project later. Like, where the hell did that even come from? You know, in a <laughs> How you going to hell in a handbasket? But anyway, no, I digress, sir. Could we let's get? Yeah. Yeah. See, we're gonna start at verse three, sir. Um, okay. Yeah, let's go. We're gonna read verse Saint Matthew's in the Bible, chapter twenty-four, and verses three through. Uh, five. Yes, sir. Whenever you're ready. Okay. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives. All right. So now, who, of course, who's the heat? Verse two right there says what? And Jesus said unto them, right? This is our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. Read on, sir. The disciples came unto him privately, saying, tell us, when shall these things be? So it's not asking, it's telling them, these are the disciples. And now they're, they're telling them, what, what, what? When shall these things be? Now, what are these things that they're referring to? Let's read on, sir. And what shall be the sign of thy coming? So that's the first thing. What shall be the sign of the coming, the second coming of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ? Read on. And of the end of the world. So those are two things, right? The signs of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, of his second return on the earth and the end of the world as we know it. Um, and Given the times that we're in today, if people are all caught up in the world and the political system and all that stuff, we're here now. We're at the end of the world. No, this is not the end. We haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we're in January, um, this is all just part of the signs. These are all things that we know 
are confirmed. Yeah, we're firmly marching down that path, but what the end is not yet. You know, we know through the Holy Prophet of God, the Father, the Holy God and Comforter, Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Tazadakia, on the class uh, titled Blame It, Blame It on, and see, Lord, I'm going to get myself caught up here, but that's the, that's the name of the class, so I can't change the name of the class. It's Blame It on the White Man. I can't. I, no, no we want to make. Yeah, there's no way around it. That's that's what it is, and it was a very beautiful class just to give you some context. But it's more on identifying how the nation of Israel, right, the people of God, the people of so-called African American, Indian, Native American, Indian, or Indigenous descent, how these people always seem to be on the bottom, how they always end up being in the same position of how, I mean, you want to go back and look at recent events, right? How can a, a violent mob attack a secure government building, get in and leave when another violent mob can be, you know, this is of different complexion, different complexion, you know, they've got the arm, they got everybody out there. So, I'm not even, no, we're not even getting into politics. No, but the main point is in that class. So please, you know, check it out. If there's more questions on that, I'm sure there should be some questions on that. Mm-hmm. Um, because then that's, that's, that's gonna, that's, that's gonna pull at some heartstrings. I'm, sh- um, heartstrings, I'm sure, depending on people's background. If some people, you know, they're gonna see it right away. Like, yeah, I always knew that. And it's, that's, that's nothing. Right. But other people, you know, they, they may be really, you know, their, their first exposure, you know, to the truth, their first exposure to the word of God. And, you know, it, it, it can it can be challenging if you've got a lot of things that, you know, you 2020 was so bad. If you're listening to the news, you're looking forward to 2021. And then here it is, you know, not even eight days later, you've got complete insurrection. Right. So right, right, right. the whole point of that class, Mr. Rainbows, and the whole point why I referenced it, <laughs> which we may end up editing in the first place, <laughs> is... Just to get to the understanding that the Holy God sin come for the Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Sadaki said from 2020 on up, and that's the key part right there, on up, right. the whole world is going to be catching complete and natural hell. So 2020, there's no question, right? We are experiencing it. Right. All right. So things that we, that we, you know, in our lifetime have never experienced all happened during 2020. Now, supposedly a brand new day, supposedly a brand new time, brand new year. Everyone was so excited about, and now what? Not even eight days into it, insurrection. <laughs> so, um, all I can say, Mr. Ramos, is uh, prophecy fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. And, and, and St. James, like you said, if, if if the listening audience, any of you do have any questions about uh, what we what we just mentioned um, and what we referenced and the, the title or anything like that, you know, don't feel free. Send send those comments and questions. We welcome all. Uh, you know, you can send them to blog talk at icgjc.org, and we'll make sure we get back to you and, and lead you. Um, to some of these references and, you know, possibly give you some more understanding uh, through the word of God. And that's why we have people like, you know, Mr. Powers and St. James um, teaching these classes. So, you know, you know, stay tuned. There's answers to everything. 
Yeah, there is, and we want to make it more engaging. Like we we we, we want this to feel like a warm hug most of the time, <laughs> right? It's just to be like, hey, you know, this is, no, this mm-hmm. is the truth. Yeah, we understand. All right, this is this is more for those who have not experienced it so much before, and right. not so much like just you know, smack them in front, you know, just like let's like yeah. a big knockout punch. No, this is all right. Yeah, we understand that you know you may not have been raised this way. We understand you may not have this experience, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, for those of you who have been you know mm-hmm. been literally injecting the. Uh, liquid crack of the Christianity <laughs> Christianity doctrine or whatever, you know, to, to try to start weaning you off of that, you know. We'll make it sound good so it's at least pleasing to your ears vocally. Uh and we'll do every attempt at that without having to um right. you know pull you pull too many of your cards. But this episode is the transformation of dragon. What what do you want us to do? We have to yeah. show how he's being transformed. Exactly. We can't even get out of remember Yeah, exactly. see no you're right, exactly. Mr. Ramos. It's like exactly. forty five yeah, minutes. I mean, yeah, I mean, but you, you, you brought it back full circle. It's inevitable. Like we can't just talk about the transformation of the dragon. And then, you know, in any, in any story of, of this, of this, uh, nature, somebody has to take accountability and somebody's going to play the part of the villain. It's, I mean, it's just somebody has to take responsibility for playing those roles, um, that, that have continuously been played throughout history and that's that's mm-hmm. the point of it so it's not like we're just this is not a matter of we just you know like you said the, the reason it's being referenced is because there are there is evidence proving out of the pages of the bible that this transformation occurred and and what we're going to do you, there's going to be things that you might not have recognized growing up because you were misled um you might have been taught things that and you're not used to this these these difficult conversations. This is what Mysteries of the Bible does with you. It's, it's we're we're prepared to have the tough conversation with you when it comes right. to <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. We we prepared to say, you know what, yes, this you have been injecting liquid crack of Christianity into your veins and now it's time to pull it away. <laughs> right. Right. You know, step right. away. And yes, I'm gonna sir. calm down. I'm gonna calm yes, down. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm sir. Make it nice. And we are talking that, about two- that. We can still give you that warm, but we're still going to wean you off that liquid crack at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad, man. Because you see, I I I feel um, it's it's hurtful, right? Because you see, and and this is what you know. We we are definitely joking, but at the same time, it is it is extremely troubling because, right? We know and we've experienced just how positive the the truth is when it's applied in the right way without any reservations and without any wanting to you know any concern of self-preservation right because mm-hmm. the truth hurts it does and mm-hmm. you know this is why you know the you know mm-hmm. the uh with psychologists and all that why, why they make a mint is because you know people don't want to face things and people don't want to face the fact that they very much you know the way that they have perceived things the the things that they have done you know they may have been the wrong decisions and they may have caused a lot of pain and you know the truth is is that you know in order for us to really move past them in order for us to to come back and and to really you know truly be born again and 
to really be newly created in Christ is that, you know, we have to start with a clean and a clear foundation. And that foundation has to be built on truth. And the very genesis of that, the very beginning of it, right, is understanding that, that there are laws and there's a certain way that we have to be. There's a certain way that there's, there's a, there is a standard and that standard, you know, is, um, what's the right word? It's, 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 it's not, it's not indestructible. It's not the right word. The, the standard is unmovable, right? It's, it's right. either you're right or you're wrong. Right. Right. It's uncompromisable. It's, it's Thank you. That, right. That's it, the word. That's the word right there. Thank you very much, sir. What's that? Like under, under, no. <laughs> um, uncompromisable. That's, uh, that's, that's perfect. Thank you, sir. That, that's exactly it, right? Because that's how can we change, right? Right. If we truly are the representatives of the people of God, how can we come in and try to soften what our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ says is the standard? Hmm. Right? How can we do that? You know, then we're not doing you a favor and we're putting our own souls in jeopardy. Right. You know, so nah. Nope. That's a good so point. So I, I apologize up front. This one may hurt a little bit. Or already may have hurt if I have offended anyone from my previous comments. But we only on the first verse. <laughs> so let's get back, right? Yes, sir. All right. So where were we at? Uh, Matthew 24 and verse 3. And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Right. So these are two things. So now verse 4, please read that, sir. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. So the very first thing, now think about that. Right? This is a question, and this is a serious question. Right? And these are students, right? These, these are the disciples of our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Right? And so, you know, these are learned men. These are learned men. And, and what now are they asking? They're asking, like, for real, like, what's going to be the sign of your second coming? And what's going to be the sign of of and, and of the end of the world? And the very first thing that our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ comes back with is what is, look, man, be careful. Take heed that what that no man deceive you. Now, Mr. Ramos, why is that? Why, why is that the, the very first thing that's mentioned? Right. 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 It's obviously important. Right. Right. <laughs> So let's read the next verse. Let's see if it explains it itself. <laughs> right. <laughs> verse five. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Let's look at that. So many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Yeah, there's going to be a whole lot of people people that will stand up. And, this, and yeah, it's usually going to have certain nuts. On the street saying yes, they're Jesus Christ, and they're going loony bin. No, but this is on a on a much larger scale, right? Remember, remember that you know there are certain questions that were posed in the Word of God that our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ left for us in the Word that is specifically for the reader himself or herself is asking when our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ comes back, right? Is there going to be faith left on the earth? Now, 
what type of deception, what type of world would it be where you know this is this is the creator of the sun, the moon, the stars, the earth, everything that we have out there, everything that we see within our realm, right? Mr. Ramos, this is this is this is the almighty, all powerful, our King, Lord, and Savior, Jesus Christ. All the miracles that He's done. Everything that's there that's recorded history within the word of God. And yet to even have to pose a question like, is there going to be, are there there actually going to be people left that are going to believe in me? Wow. Wow. He created us. What would be going on that would, right? Like what would be happening throughout that time period, throughout the ages after Jesus Christ? Um, went back to God the Father, what would be happening then, St. James? Like, what? That's something, that's something, if that's left for the reader to wonder about, to just let it mm-hmm. hang out there, wonder, like, you know, what would be going on in the world that that type of question would be posed to a person reading the Bible? Mm. Right. And, and and we've already covered it a good bit this season, right? We've, we've talked about, all right, now, you know, Everyone comes together for, you know, Thanksgiving. And how could you even try to associate something like Thanksgiving and coming together and giving thanks with wrong, with being against Jesus Christ? Right. But we had Mr. Rivers come on as a special guest and just give us that pure history of what it was, what it was really like and what it means from you know, the indigenous peoples, from the Native Americans, from from his side, from from you know his actual his family himself. And, and what it means, and, and we come to understand also through Bible prophecy that the whole thing that we celebrate when you come together for Thanksgiving on that day, the so-called Thanksgiving holiday celebrated in um, in in the Americas specifically, is you are celebrating the destruction of the indigenous peoples, of of your brothers and sisters, of the so-called Native American Indians. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's one. And then you know, Mr. Powers went in deep. Uh, he went in deep into <laughs> old Christmas, the Babylon, you know, backwards, forwards. Yeah, you know, went like, all everywhere, everywhere you can imagine. Every it, right. By the time you're done with the Christmas special, like you have no excuse. There's no excuse. Exactly. Absolutely no excuse. Right, and then even if you weren't even so much into the history, right? We went back and showed them in Revelations, the eleventh chapter, about how look they were there over there giving gifts. And saying what? And make it merry. <laughs> and showing that look, it doesn't even if even if all the history wasn't something that you were about, you still can't there's still no way mm-hmm. you can try to say Christmas mm-hmm. is the celebration of the birth of our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ. Because first of all, you know he wasn't born in the wintertime. Right. 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 Those are two L's right there. You got to take those are two L's. The word I like to say that those are two big L's. They got to deal with two losses right there. <laughs> Thank you. So that, that's that's very well said. But now, so how did everything start to come to that place, right? How did it get to be that that um that you know that notoriety? How did those things do start to occur? Well, remember, there's always there's always two forces. Right. There's a there's there's positivity and negativity. Right. You have the force of good and the Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ. And you got evil and Satan. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's going all the way back to the beginning. And we're not even going to try to touch that because there's way too much to try to break down on a on a simple level on this show. So please 
reference, please send us a note, you know, blog talk at icgjc.org, right. you know, or check out some of you know, our clips that are on the comforter.info. And you can learn a little bit more about the Holy Ghost and Comforter himself and, you know, why we speak about him with the reverence that we have on another one of our sites, www.comforter.name. You know, so we, there's a lot of things that are going on, a lot of, a lot of ways to, to, to reach out and for us to engage. We're getting right back to the topic at hand, Mr. Ramos. So now, so what's going on? Right now, you've got this great deception is out there. And so we know we definitely know the two opposing forces, right? You know, you've got our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and and he had, I mean, you talk about notoriety, right? Remember, this is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And and he he was so popular, right, Mr. Ramos, you could not he could not even get rest, right? There there's a story in history in the Bible where of 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 the people of God wanting to see our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so much that they were going, they were ripping the roof off mm-hmm. just to try to get to Him, so that He would share that great gift that God the Father gave Him, right, right to heal the people of Israel and those miracles that He was working. So right. you talk about notoriety, you can't you can't top that kind of notoriety, and that's back in the day, right, where where you're not you're not sending an email or a text, right? This is you know, not even so much horse and buggies. Like, no, you you out there. <laughs> and, you know, this this is, you know, this this is uh, old school, right? This is word of mouth, people running back and forth. So, but he still had that notoriety. That, that's that's Jesus Christ. That's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Even for all the unbelievers, right? They they still knew exactly who and wasn't who he is. So now, right? Hmm. Right. Well, let's look at let's 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 talk a little bit about the dragon. And it says the transformation of the dragon. So I guess first the first thing we have to do, Mr. Ramos, so everyone is on the same page, we probably have to show clearly that Satan is the dragon. Right. 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 I don't know if we did that previously. I'm pretty sure we probably did, but just in case, just in case, so that we're all on the same page and operated from the same script, right? Let's go to Revelations, the twelfth chapter, verse nine. You read that please, sir. And the great dragon was cast out. All right, so now we're talking about the transformation of the dragon. All right, so the great dragon was cast out. Now, who else is that great dragon referred to as? That old serpent. All right, that old serpent. All right, so now great dragon, old serpent, read on. Called the devil. Mm-hmm. And Satan. And Satan. Wow. Okay, mm. so that great dragon is who, Mr. Ramos? That, that's, that's, that's Satan. That is the the demonic force mentioned in the scriptures as the devil right there mm. Mm. he is the and and look you know it almost and, and it's funny because we were we were talking earlier right on like the setup and the scriptures and, and you know just doing a little bit of pre-work you know yeah we do do a little bit of pre-planning for the show it's not all off the cuff you know sometimes <laughs> it may sound like that but nah this is it's pre-planned we didn't even talk about about going to but look at the look at the latter end of verse nine i, don't, mm-hmm. I forgot <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. I was looking at that myself, like, hmm, look at this. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Which deceiveth the whole world. Mm. Look at that. Mm. Mm-hmm. The transformation of the dragon. So now, how is it that, um, because we, and we, we ended off too, yeah, we, we went, we got kind of went right to the end in Second Corinthians 11 at the, uh, did you know that for the last show? Right. Right. On bringing out 
that Satan himself is transformed as the angel of the light. But now, what's the purpose and what's the intent of that transformation? Right. 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 So now we get it right there. So that that's crystal clear. Who's the dragon? That's the devil and Satan. Right. right. And he did what? Which was deceiveth the whole world. Whole world. That's everybody, right? <laughs> yes. Look, and so now these things start to make sense. If this if this deception is so great, now you start to see why it is that this is our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. When the disciples, the students are coming to him and asking them, what are going to be the signs of the end? Mm-hmm. What's going to be happening? And the very first thing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, comes in, look, this is going to be a great deception. Right. Mm. Right. So now, okay. Now we're starting to put things together. All right. So now, all right. Why is it then that Satan had to have? Why? Why does he have to come like this? Why does? Why can't he just come? You know, with the red horn. You know, with with the red. You know, skin with a pitchfork. You know, and the horns to come. You know, say, come follow me. <laughs> why, why can't he do that? You know, right. right. And and I think this is a this is this is a great. Um, you know, it's also a great understanding because we see it. Um, replicated almost with uh, perfection today, and it's one of the examples that the Holy Ghost and Comfort Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Azadak here uh, gave us when he was going through the class uh, titled "The Knowledge of Evil," right? And yeah, the knowledge of good and evil, all the way back in the garden, right? There's two, right? There's a tree of knowledge of good and evil. Why? Because always there's always yes, it's, this is an understanding of evil, but there always is going to be that good to oppose the evil, right? So now. Mm. Is how did what was the example that was used there, and how, and and how does it pertain? With, why is that in context of the discussion we're having now, right? Because you look at it and say, all right, look, how do people gain influence, right? What's where well, a lot of people, and especially in the younger generations, right? It's all online, right? You want to know about how many followers you had? Is it is it Twitch? Is it Instagram? Facebook, you know, whatever it is. I know so Facebook's like, man, you old man. <laughs> but, <laughs> but how many followers and what's the scope of influence that you have, right? Right. That's it. That's and it. that's the truth. So if you want to start if you want to start to build your notoriety, because you don't have any by yourself as of yet, you know, what's the quickest and easiest way to do that? Was right. Um, one of the examples that was that was used per, is so wonderfully by the Holy Ghost and Comfort, the Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Azadaki was an example with YouTube and, and and wanting to catch a fight. So if you go to YouTube, you know, because you're busy, because of schedule, because what what have you, you weren't able to catch the actual fight. And then so now you're going and seeing wanting to see the results or actually try to see some clips. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to see probably. You put in a search and you, you're going to see a whole bunch of things on them, say Meriwether, like Meriwether or some famous boxer or what have you. You're going to see them all lined up in a row. Right. But how many of those are going to be the actual fight itself? Right. 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 Almost none. Now they, you put it up because they put the notoriety. They know it's going to get the clicks. You're going to click on these. You say this. If you've got a, a, a fight that, you know, 50 million people watched or 100 million people watched and you the very next day got that as a title. Um, of your video, you're not putting your name, you're not putting anything but this this, this is you know, Meriwether for it, uh, which was the example that was used. Right. right. It was a famous boxer. And now right away, of course, you know you're going to get clicks. You're not expecting to see 
whoever it is that comes and pops up behind it, you know, behind there. No, you you went there and you clicked on it. Why? Not because you're trying to see the individual who's putting that clip out. You clicked on it because you were trying to see the individual that was on the title. Right. Right. Yep. That's a good point. You gotta use that's that's why they use a certain amount of hashtags that they're not putting their own name up there because the hashtags is gonna be a representation of what's who has the notoriety out there, what's famous, what keywords are gonna bring traffic to a recognizable um uh, promotional something that you want want everybody to see so you can get your name out there like you said that's a good point that's a very good point yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you know you start getting into this and you start you start breaking it down you're gonna get into the metadata and <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm trying i, I stopped myself i stopped myself i said oh man uh, uh, stop. but it's the truth it's the truth and you know, this is how, then this is how people, this is what they call people going viral. This is how a TikTok nowadays for the youth uh, dance or something like that goes viral because it takes mm-hmm. off everybody down. That notoriety of you trying to uh, put put your name on, you know, people put their, the other people's names that have that notoriety on their own product. And that's how they get so many people to, you know, to, to look at them. How am I going, how am I going to bring somebody to watch me without, with no name? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to use everybody else that has notoriety, like you saying, put Mayweather right. on here. <laughs> yeah. Or, or they, or they got some simple, uh, like some simple challenge. Um, is, you know, the, all right. Yeah. What was it like this? And this was back yeah. in the day, a little while too, like the tired challenge or whatever people did. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, like ignorant, you know, ridiculous people are sitting there thinking like they go, it's going to be a challenge to put a tied laundry. Thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, and, but yeah. there's been a whole bunch of them and it's just, and it's the whole, the whole concept, the whole point that it, there are basically schools on it, right? You can go to school on how do you gain influence? Mm-hmm. How do you, you know, how do you promote yourself, you know, in this digital age and gain that notoriety? Right. Um, right. And especially, and this is the key point, right? Especially when you don't have a lot of time to do it. Mm. Uh, right, so, point. so how do you gain the most amount of impact mm-hmm. in the shortest time popular? And so, mm-hmm. excuse, excuse me, in the shortest time possible. Mm-hmm. Right, you got to mm-hmm. go to who has the most notoriety. Right, 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 right. That's 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 heavy right there. You got to reach the masses in a short mm-hmm. amount of time. How are you gonna get that? You, you don't have you don't have a, you don't have a lot of time, but you need to. You need the frequency and you need to reach <laughs> in, in a short amount of time. Wow. Yeah. So, because Satan has always had a goal, right? There's, and that's that's a what part of 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 this show is is intended to be about, right? There's always been a goal, and Satan has been on a mission, right? So, he was the one that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ created to be the negative forces, right, and the influence and negativity and evil on the world. Right, and that that should be that should be a very fair statement that nobody nobody can really disagree with. Like this, you you have righteous forces and you have the negative forces, and and that right, Satan is the is is the head of of all that negativity and the evil, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, what was he done though? So he was given a certain period of time, and he was given a certain opportunity. I think is the best way to say it is to do the most damage that he could do. Mm. And, mm. you know, and that's why it's always, again, so wonderful and so beautiful how we have right within the word of God, where now, look, it, it, 
the whole plan is laid out for us. The whole plan is there, right there, and it's even in, it's in the Gospels. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get it. Um, <laughs> um, let's drop Revelation twelve and go up to Luke the fourth chapter. Now we need to have to get right into it. So let's go Luke four and verse one. Okay. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And and just everyone looked at it, wait a minute, that doesn't say spirit there. That says the Holy <laughs> Ghost. They're not reading the real King James Version. No. All right. <laughs> right. And geez, it's all a part of understanding, right? Um right. if you say ghost now, right, that that gives you all kind of different connotations. You're not thinking of a spirit, right? You're thinking of poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> When you think of ghosts, right? Right. You know, right. You know, so that that's just to put it in the right context. Is is this this is not a negative and evil, wicked spirit that is going to terrorize you um from the grave. All right. That's not the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Spirit. All right, but yes, we do understand it does say ghost there. All right, but that's just a mistranslation. So again, it's the Holy Spirit. Read that again, please, sir. I'm sorry, I didn't wanna you know, before before somebody just went all off the other way. You got it. You're right. Yes, sir. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And so everyone should be familiar with this, hopefully. Right. So this is right before, you know, our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, he knows him being in the flesh. Which is the same thing that all of us here on Earth have to fight and go through being in the flesh. You got to go through the battle, right? It's a physical. It's going to be. This is a spiritual battle of the spirit versus the flesh. So our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ, He didn't know exactly when that might might have occurred at that at this moment, but He knew He was going to have to face it. He didn't know exactly when Satan was going to come, but He knew absolutely He had to go. He had to go through it. So that's why our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ, is there, um, fasting to get all in the spirit, all right, to put away the flesh. All right, read on, sir. Being forty days tempted of the devil, mm-hmm. and in and in those days he did eat nothing. All right, and, and ate nothing. All right, read on. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. So now this is just going through uh, the different ways in which uh, Satan came to our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ and tried to tempt him. All right, because there is nothing. There is no negativity in our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. So how is he how is he trying to come at him with? He's trying to come at him. What? According to the word of God. And how's he going to come to the word to tempt the word? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> please read on, sir. And the devil said unto him, if thou be the son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone but by every word of God. So you see the importance of knowing the word, of having the word, and how you actually fight the devil? You fight him with the word, but with the proper understanding of the word. Read on, sir. And the devil, taking him up into an high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. So now, how is it that now this this diabolical force, this spiritual demon and the devil, Satan, 
how is he taking and our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ to a high mountain and showing him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time? Mm. How's he doing that? That's letting us know what. Well, it's actually, let's not explain it. It's gonna let's keep on reading because it's gonna explain it right there for us, uh, Mr. Ramos. I'm sorry, sir. Please. The words, verse six, and the devil said unto him, "All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me." And to whomsoever I will, I give it. So look, this is this is Satan, the devil, out of his own mouth, letting our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ tell him, look, of course, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he already knew this plan. He's, you know, he's the one that allowed him to have that power in the first place. <laughs> but this is for our edification, right? This is for our understanding. Is now there will be a time now after our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was walking on the earth. That now all of these kingdoms of the world were there and they were they were given Satan, excuse me. And this read it like it says, so I read it correctly. All this power will I give thee and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will I give it. Mm. So now Satan had a job. Mm. He had a mission. He had kingdoms of the world, he had power and he had authority. And he was able to delegate that authority unto somebody or someone. So mm. now, Mr. Ramos, mm. well, you know Satan is always going to be a trick, remember, because he's 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 the ultimate deceiver. Right. Right. right? So th- so this this power, this authority, it's going to come with stipulations. It's going it's going to come with conditions. And what's mm. going to be that condition, sir? Verse seven: If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. So now look at that. What is it? What is the what is the stipulation uh, that is the requirement? And what is have to in order to receive that power, in order to have that uh, that ability and to be in command of that power and that authority that was given to Satan? What do you have to do? You have to what? You have to worship Satan. Mm, 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 mm. And so now, okay, now we're starting to be able to put the pieces together. We got Satan being the dragon, and now. Well, let's let's before we go too far further, let's just hold where we're at right now, Mr. Ramos, and let's go to uh, Job nine and verse twenty-four. Okay. And the only reason we're going there is to show that you know, somebody did take up that power, somebody mm-hmm. did take up that authority, and somebody did accept Satan. Okay. And and you know some scholars w- will already come back and be like, well, hey, wait a minute, what, was it? Didn't our Lord Savior Jesus Christ wasn't he already? Um, wasn't he alive during the time period of the Romans and weren't the Romans a superpower? Yes, yeah, very good. So look at that. That also shows you how much Satan being what that the, the great deceiver that he is had already given that power and authority to somebody mm. and mm. was still willing to offer it to somebody else because he had a better <laughs> candidate. Well, ain't that some backstabbing stuff, huh? <laughs> Welcome to the world. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I got Job chapter 9, verse 24 for you, sir. Yes, yeah, so just that first part right there. Okay. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. So that's it right there. There it is. Mm. So mm. Who's the one that gave? <laughs> Who is the wicked that is ruling the earth right now? Well, that's the question you all have to answer for yourself. Who are the superpowers? Mm. 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 See? Who has it the power? Inevitable. It was inevitable. See? It was inevitable, St. James. We had it. <laughs> You know, there's a reason that the title, there's a reason 
the prophet of God had to title the show, the class, a certain way. There's somebody had to somebody had to take the responsibility. <laughs> Somebody's right. accountable. And you can't say, you know, even though Barack Obama was president for a minute, you can't say all that power. <laughs> no, nah, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, nope. yeah. We're not beating around the bush. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. So now those who are who are in control of the earth now, who are the superpowers, who have the power today, is that letting you know that they rule under the divine authority of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Oh, yes. Of course, he's, he allows them to have a rule for a certain period of time. But who's the one that gave them the, that power and that authority that they have now? Right. That's Satan. Mm. Because what what was the requirement in order for them to have that power and that authority? What did they have to have? They had to worship the devil. And I know you're not going to try and come back and try to flip the script and say that you can be righteous worshiping the devil. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. I I thought we were going to be able to have an adult conversation. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Right. So, you know, that's the you know, that was, a, that was a condition, right? So we finished off on Luke 4 and, um, yeah, and verse, uh, and verse 7. Now let's, let's read uh, verse 7 one more time real quick, please, sir. Verse 7. If mm-hmm. thou therefore wilt worship me, all shall be thine. Yeah, all shall be thine. So now, in order for Satan to be able, right, for him, that, that was a stipulation, rather, for and to have that power and that authority. So now, how is Satan going to get, you know, that notoriety? How is he going to get that popularity now in order so that so many people could accept now a negative and wicked ruler? Right? How is he going to get them to accept that? Because right, when you're negative, like, you're not going to just let a, a, a robber, not going to just come up in your house, and he's not going to come and say, I'm, I'm gonna steal everything that you got, and that's just a very basic, simple example, right? But you know, like going all the way back to the garden, right? Satan couldn't appear as the devil, and you know, no, he had to appear as what? He had to appear as you know that angel of light, like we covered in, in the very end of the, did you know that in the last session? Right, right, right. He has to appear like somebody else that's going to get that exception, so that he can what? So he can start talking. And as soon as, he, as soon as he starts talking, that's when that deception starts to come in. Mm, 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 mm. So, but again, you know, why did he have to get those people to worship him instead of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? I mean, he's on a mission because this is the other thing that is important for us to recognize about the devil. Yeah, you know, he has um, a great amount of power in the flesh. But nothing is more powerful than God. And Satan himself has to define time. And that time is not very long. So let's go from there now to uh, Matthews, the 25th chapter. Matthew. All right, Matthews chapter 25 and verse 41, sir. Okay. Matthews chapter 25, verse 41. And shall he say also unto them on the left hand, uh-huh. depart from me, ye cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels 
So now this is here, Matthew, the 25th chapter in the 41st verse. And we cut, we, we just jumping way ahead in the story for the sake of time right now. But the point is, is what is. Now, this is our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he's letting you know what is going to be the end result of Satan and all of his angels. Everyone that's in, everyone that is in agreement with him. Because remember, this all goes back to even for the, the very first show that we did on needing to make a choice. Right, and understanding this is your opportunity now to choose right versus choose wrong. So now, with this show, and the the intent is to show you crystal clear, according to the Word of God, that what that there is, there are sides, and everyone has to choose a side. And even though what you see today may appear to be good, the genesis of it. And who's behind it and who's the one that's promoting it, that's making it appear so attractive and appear to sound good. No, that's not how Lord is Savior Jesus Christ. This mm. is the devil. Mm. And what is his end result? Right? Is in into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Mm. No joke. That's the yeah, end not. game. That's the end game. Right? Mm. So so now his whole plan is what? Right, his whole plan is to try to get as many people, right, to worship him instead of our Lord, King, and Savior Jesus Christ. So now, of course, you know Satan is not going to be like, okay, yes, no, he's going to have attitude now. So especially the people of God, the people that actually have an opportunity to live forever, because mm. now this is an opportunity that Satan doesn't have. Mm. So yeah, so now he's got an attitude. Yes, now he is the adversary. And he's going to do everything possible to try to get as many of those who were given the opportunity to inherit everlasting life because of their birthright, because of who our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ chose and because of of who they are. Try to get them to choose. Now, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to try to just give it all up. And willingly, and this is, and this is what's so, this is what's so slick about Satan is now you, you have to willingly choose to give it up. And it's not like he's going to come to you with a sign, with a contract, you no, know, like, was it like Rumpelstiltskin or something? Was too many different <laughs> fairy tales and all that, but not going to give you a sign like a contract or something like that and say, yes, I will give up my soul if I have the opportunity to have a house and no, it's, but what is he going to do? Now there's going to be a certain way. So now even going back to the title of the class, right, of blaming on the white man. What, in order for you to get ahead, and this was a very, uh, you know, a, a very important point in uh, the class, uh, Wars and Rumors of Wars, Part 1, that the Holy God sent Comfort, the Holy Apostle, and Chief High Priest uh taught us, which is where the majority of this information is coming from, is it's a very important point for us to understand that in order for you to get ahead, what are you being asked to give up right. in order to achieve that success? Right. 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 Um, What's actually required for you to do in order for you to achieve that? Um, oh, so, all right. So the Lord created you to be beautiful for the sisters out there. And he also made you exceptionally smart and bright. So now 
what is it that's going to be promoted, right? How smart and intelligent you are or how shapely you are. Mm. And what is he going to ask you? What is he going to tell you that you have to reveal in order to get more light, in order to get more clicks? If you're going to be an artist and a talented artist, how do you have to dress? How do you have to represent yourself? Can you can you be can you be a a, a female rapper and rap about you know, sincerity? This is more on your side, there, Mister Ramos. So yeah, 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 you you yeah, tell yeah. it like it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true, Please, sir. True. When you look at when you look at uh when you look at the music world and you look at um rap artists, we're talking about the female side of the building. What is more what what gets what is more popular? Among the, the the female um artists in R and B, this goes in the R and B and all genres. It's the ones that are more provocative, dress more provocatively, um, that show more, <laughs> show more of the things that should be more covered up <laughs> that are not for everybody to see, but because that gets all the attention and that's what sells a certain um you know what sells um. You're not, you're not, it doesn't matter. It's not really more, it's not about um, how intelligent you are and you being able to, the ones of a female artist that would be what you would call conscious uh, or self-conscious that you know uh, how to conduct yourself and you know how to keep yourself and you have more self-respect for your body and more self-respect for your way of life. Um, even if you're not in the truth, but you just have common sense <laughs> that you're right. not going to dress, right? <laughs> it's, it's self-respect, right? Just self-respect. Right. You're not willing to you're not willing to compromise those things, then most likely you're not going to get as many record sales as somebody um, that is more provocative and has less self-respect for themselves. And I want to they want to see the girl. They want to see the rapper that is uh, that has the, the, the outfit on that. I, you can see more of a body. I suppose it looks like lingerie in the rap video. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and not to go down, you know, on, on this is this just we can sum it up in one Real quick statement that it goes across the board for men and women, right? And this, if you got, you know, little kids listening, you know, earmuffs, right? But sex sells, period. Right, 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 right. That's it. That's that's the truth. No, that's, that's the truth. And, and no matter where around it, like even if it's a, if a male artist, you know, and he and he, you know, R and B, he's going to be, you know, he can get into sing. Now you're going to have that one of how he's going to steal your woman, being adulterous, crazy. You know, mm-hmm. it's it all goes down. The same way is like right. you, in order for you to get promoted and be accepted by the world, mm-hmm. there's going to be something that is asked of you that is going to be directly against our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And to get ahead in this world and be righteous is extremely difficult. I'm not saying that it's impossible. It can't because right? nothing is impossible with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But right. Right. But right. it is extremely difficult. Right. Right. And let's just get a couple of scriptures on that real quick is. Let's go to Mark, the eighth chapter and verse 36. Okay. Mark chapter eight, verse 36. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Yeah. Right. So and what's going to be the benefit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Says you gain the world now, but what happened to your soul? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is this is an important question. That you know, we we all have to ask ourselves is you know what are you willing to give up? Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, and you want to get that notoriety because oh yeah, you're you're doing a great job and you're going to school, but the way you're paying for school is because you're a stripper. Right. right. No, 
you're not going to come on mysteries of the Bible. You're not going to hear it come from here or from the Israelite church mm-hmm. of God and Jesus Christ. That's anywhere near to be acceptable. Right. Wait a minute. No. Uh-oh. No. We're not going to celebrate that. Nope. We're not going to support that. Of course, you can get an education. It's important to try to get further and to advance yourself, but not to lose your soul in the process. Right, right, right. And and like you said, uh, St. James, you know, Satan is going to put a lot of a lot of things out there for you uh, to think that you can use as excuses. No, it's not acceptable because you're thinking that you you you're, you're doing what you're doing in a strip club because you're trying to pay your bills and go to school and get an education and take care of your children. But no, it's not acceptable. The same way right. for a male, you know, the man, the, the male rapping about how he's selling drugs because he needs to feed his children. That's no, that's not acceptable according to the word of God on both sides. But Satan is going to put these things out there and make you believe that you could compromise. Like St. James is saying that you have to sacrifice something, your, 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 your dignity, and your self-respect that you're supposed to have with these standards that Christ well, has. And, and and of course, you're going to promote it to make it appear as if that's the only way. Mm. Right? Mm. The only way you can do it <laughs> is if you're a gifted athlete mm. or you're a mm. drug dealer or you're a thug mm. or or you would or you are a you know and not pulling mm-hmm. punches or you're a hoe. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 That's the only way that you make it, right? Is you sell yourself in some form or fashion, and no, that's that's not it. Because in verse thirty-seven, the tells says, "You know, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul?" That's the question you got to ask yourself. Mm. What are you willing to give up for your soul? This is your soul, and Mm. yeah, of course, we understand that Satan has done such a marvelous job in this world. And make you think that your soul is worthless, is of no value anyway. Like, like the individual that created the the individual is looking at you back in the mirror, like that's of no value. Mm. Nah, man. Mm. Nah. Mm. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's what you hear out there. You know, uh, you only live once. <laughs> YOLO. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. <laughs> Don't do really it up. We all going to die sometime. You got to die. Sometime. Really? <laughs> like, come on, man. And come so, on. so let's, let's bring it back to the, let's bring it back to the appropriate part in the fear there. And then Mr. Ramos, let's bring it back now. See, still so, so staying with all in the word of God. Right. Uh, all again, as we have been taught by the Holy God, sent come for the Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest Isaac. And again, the class for for uh, many of you all that may want to to source this and go check it out. I definitely encourage you to check it out. Wars and Rumors of Wars, Part One, right? Taught by the God and Comfort Holy Apostle and T.R. Priest Tazadakia. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to get access to access to that again, is blog talk at icgjc.org. All right. That's right. That's right. Matthew 10 verse 28, Mr. Ramos, please. Because you got some people out there saying they're not scared. You know, I'm not scared. <laughs> <laughs> guess what um you should be scared mm-hmm. and, and if if this year this past year hasn't at least brought you to some sort of sense that you know what you know everything of how i thought things were going to be that things were never going to change that it was always going to be you wake up and there's going to be the exact same existence that you have if this year hasn't shown you anything 
you know, at least recognize that uh, we have no power. And when it comes down to who we actually have to fear and what it is that we need to do, we got to pay attention to the word, man. Listen to what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is telling us. These these words here are not here in vain. These words are here to really provide, you know, that that help, that source, that, that the ability to change that strength. The strength that we were never taught is all here in the word as long as you come back the right way. Right. Mr. Ramos. Right. That's correct. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. And fear not them which kill the body. Yes. But, so don't be, don't be so worried about those as someone who's going to kill the body. It's just the flesh. Mm. But, but look at how much anxiety people have mm. and how much mm. even that how much that is increased now for people being in the house they're scared to go outside scared to deal with things why because only, the only thing you put in and the only thing that you have consumed is is whatever crap has been fed to you through that damn screen that you've been looking at the whole time damn calm down <laughs> family show but still all right Fear not that you know, the, the world is real. Like this, you know, even though there's it, we break it, trying to break it down to the to the ABC basic level to let you know what the actual plan is, what's going on, and and where you're going to have hope. Mm-hmm. All right, verse twenty eight again, please, start from the top. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. Yes. But, don't be afraid of those that are going to just kill the body. But what what are they going to do to you, right? To mm. to your soul, which is which mm. is your 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 inner body, right? That's your inner person. Mm. Right? That's the body for the spirit that's inside of you. Like so again, like there's something real that looks back at you when you're looking in the mirror. You no, know, that's that's your spirit inside of you. And that that soul is the covering for that spirit that's inside of you. Read on, please, Miss Ramos. But rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. And hell is real. Let's go back and look at Luke, the 16th chapter. If you had any doubt that hell is real, mm. look what happened to the rich man mm. that didn't want to take heed to the word of God. And this is who? This is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that's able to destroy both soul and body in hell. And that's the mm. point. That's what's there is waiting, right? This is the ultimate end for Satan and all those that are following him. So the choices that you make they matter and they matter a great deal. No, no child of God lives an inconsequential life. Now, the things that you do, you know, how you approach a day, how you choose to react to situations, how you choose to deal in your life, it all matters. Because I know we've covered it before, Mr. Ram was going back to Ecclesiastes 12 chapter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this should this should kind of uh, this should bring it full circle now. Now, you know why, how how valuable your life is really is and look look it's so valuable that satan is willing to throw everything he got at you (laughs) right to get you to end up just the way he will end up according to the bible (laughs) and and this is why we got we got we got to really you know really genuinely thank our lord and savior jesus christ right for Mm -hmm. sending us the holy god and comfort holy apostle and chief high priest azadakia the original host of the show, right, uh, Dr. Jermaine Grant. Why? Because look, you know, all this was prophesied before. This is all left here for us. All right. So let's go from there now to John chapter fourteen, sir. St. John chapter fourteen, verse twenty-nine and thirty. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes, sir. And now I have told you before it come to pass, 
that when it is come to pass, ye might believe. So this is all that this is this is how wonderful our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is, how merciful he is to the nation of Israel, to the people of God, is that look, he left things here in the word. They were written thousands of years before they actually happened. So now when we go back and look at it and we go back and read it and we see these very things unfolding before our eyes today, how can you possibly try to take that and make it seem like that's some coincidence? Mm. Mm. Right? How can you try to make it seem like that's not real? Like that's that's just that's just left there. Oh yeah, that's a quinky dink. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, man, this is, he's letting us know clearly. I have told you before it come to pass that when it, it is come to pass, you might believe. Mm-hmm. So now this is how our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has always operated with the nation of Israel and with you know, those that have the, that prophetic gift. Right? He lets us know what's going to happen before it happens. So the only thing that we have to do is believe. Right. Because check out what he says in the very next verse in the warning that he gives the nation of Israel. He lets us know straight up. Nah, what you're going to have to be faced with, what you have to deal with in that time, I have nothing to do with. Mm. Let's 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 not paraphrase. Let's read it right. Let's read it straight, Mr. Ramos, please. Verse 30. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you. Mm. For the prince of this world cometh. Wow. He said, for the prince of this world cometh. Mm. Read on. And hath nothing in me. And hath nothing in me. Now, Mr. Ramos, for those who may not be able to be following along with us right now or may be unfamiliar with those scriptures that have the words of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, written in red. Who is the one that's speaking right here? This is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, while he is in the flesh. (laughs) And his message directly out of, you know, in his own words. Mm-hmm. Let us know what did he, the Jesus Christ of the Bible. I will not talk much with you for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. So mm. what does that mean? That actually means that. All this was already prophesied, he gave us that warning. What the point is, is that Satan is going to be there in the latter days mm. with mm. that great deception to try to get what to try to get everyone to worship Satan. Mm. Mm. Now we can start and start putting things together. Why, why, why are things customary that are directly against God? Why is it that Thanksgiving is celebrated? Why is it that Christmas is there when so many things show you so clearly that it has nothing to do with Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Satan. Mm-hmm. And now, bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, sir. That's, yeah, that's, that's a great way to say it, sir. <laughs> hmm. yeah, yeah. There's going to be the time come, right? That, that that those that come in the name of Jesus Christ have nothing to do with Jesus Christ at all, and that's what's going to bring us right back to Second Corinthians, the eleventh chapter. Verse 13 and 14, which is where we started. Did you know that segment from last right. time? Right, right. 
2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13. For such are false apostles, mm. deceitful workers. So what are these? These are false apostles. Look at that. People who would try to call themselves apostles, but are they true? No, false apostles, deceitful workers. Read on. Transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And they're going to try to say that they are actually the apostles of Christ. Who's one of the biggest ones that you see that, that does that on the regular in the Catholic Church? Right, right, right. You got them giving themselves multiple names. You know, John Paul. <laughs> like you had, you had an apostle John. You had an apostle Paul. They are a holy apostle John and a holy apostle Paul. Mm. And he's the combined manifestation of their spirit together. <laughs> okay, oh, well. Man. Uh, I do know of other instances where it says that multiple spirits are entering the body and it's not a holy experience. As far as <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then let's read verse 14, please, sir. And no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. And look at that. Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So now, how is it and that also after all this time, that now the devil and all his negativity and all of his wickedness, that that can be universally recognized as Jesus Christ. Well, how did it get to be that way? Now, if we know Jesus Christ came in the flesh and we know we had crystal clear apostles and the church continued after our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ's death. So now how do we get to the point where we are now, where... Most people, unless they are familiar with the truth, they have no idea about the true Jesus Christ as is written in the Bible. Mm. Well, Mr. Ramos, if we could please indulge us and let's read verse four in the same book, the second Corinthians 11 chapter. Yes, sir. Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse four. For mm-hmm. he that cometh preacheth another Jesus. Yes, see, mm-hmm. for, for he that cometh, what? Preaches another Jesus. Mm. Read on. Whom we have not preached. Now, wait a minute. You're going to be talking about another Jesus? Mm, mm, mm. Hmm. One of those things that make you go, hmm, how can it be another Jesus? Mm, mm-hmm. And how do you tell the difference? Let's read that again, please, sir, from the top. For if he that cometh preaches another Jesus, mm. whom, whom we have not preached. And yeah, whom we have not preached. So now, yeah, you have actual apostles who are with our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, who walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, while he was in the flesh. And so now let's start to get some. uh, Let's even just look and see if the if the general description that the world has of Jesus Christ, right, something as simple as what he looks like. Let's see if there's two different depictions of that that's recognized in the world versus what's recognized within the holy word of God. Right. That should be something real simple. Right. Mr. Ramos, if you can't, if you don't even know what somebody looks like, how can you say that you know them? (laughs) Right. Right. It's time. Did you know that? Inspired by the Holy God sent comforter brought to you by mysteries of the Bible. 
Miss Rose. Let's go. Let's go find out what was it, right? Let's get that Jesus Christ preached by the apostles in the Holy Bible. Mm-hmm. Now there is an apostle, a holy apostle, excuse me, known as Saint John the Revelator. Is that mm-hmm. correct? That is correct. That is correct. Didn't he have a revelation of Jesus Christ? I believe so. I believe uh, there is a revelation. <laughs> so let's see if there's a description of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, according to the Bible. Okay. From the Holy Apostles that was with our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm. Let's mm. see how he's described there. Yes, sir. And let's see if there's a difference. Because okay. now remember, in Second Corinthians 11 and 4, we covered what? All right, there's going to be another Jesus. Right. Whom we have not preached. <laughs> exactly. Whom right. we have not preached. Mm. Mm. And so let's go to Revelations, the first chapter. Okay. And 14 and 15. It's a did you know that we're not going to keep the suspense too long. Let's we'll go right to it. All right. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Please. Revelations chapter 1, verse 14. Yes, sir. His head and his hairs. Oh, so hold up. Hold up. His head and his hairs. So now, does I want everyone right now, before we go further, just the picture in their mind when somebody says Jesus Christ, and you're not in the truth, right? What type of an image do you get of the head and hairs of Jesus Christ? Now, is that, you know, I mean, come on, let's be honest. It's, it's got stringy hair. Mm-hmm. And it's got a color, right? It's either blonde or dirty blonde or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. May have to find something to the dark, you know, or even if, even if you had one of those um, darker pictures of a Lord and Savior <laughs> Jesus Christ, they still have him represented what with with the uh, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it with the perm? Is it, no, yeah, not the perm. Still got no. the, he still got the yeah, he still got the perm and the long straight hair. He's yeah, still exactly. Showing them the same way. Thank you. All right, yes, sir. All right, so now, according to the apostle, holy apostle, rather, in the description of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Revelation is the first chapter in the 14th verse. Read that, please, sir. His head and his hairs were white like wool. Hmm. So now this is the description inside of the word of God. So now let's, let's see. It's white woolly hair. Now, Mr. Ramos. What type of people have white woolly hair? Or excuse me, hair with a texture of wool? Because wool is not a color, right? Well, no, wool is not a color. That is a texture for sure. Yeah, I can even say, well, give me the crayon that's with wool. Like <laughs> 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 um, wool is clearly a texture. So now, what type of people and what type of textured hair is woolly texture? That That is, wool is, the type of texture wool is associated usually with people are known as african-americans and hispanics that have hmm. woolly hair usually known as a negro type texture hair which is predominantly among what people know as black people it's <laughs> very interesting hmm. that's the truth okay that's the truth and this is what according to the king james version of the holy bible correct right that's yes correct. okay yes sir all right so we're on the same page. So now that's one. That's a pretty big strike, right? That's that's. I would say so. <laughs> okay. His head and his hairs were white like wool. Read on, please, sir. As white as snow. Mm-hmm. And his eyes were as a flame of fire. Okay. So now, let's read on verse fifteen, sir. And his feet. Now we're talking about what? His feet. 
Now, description of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, of his feet. Read, sir. Like unto fine brass. Now, I was going to compare him to fine brass. Mm. So now, of that, that so-called Jesus that is that we know was this, this Caesar Borgias or it was it was the one that was taken as the image uh, that is commonly known as or referred to as Jesus Christ today. Mm. What type of skin color did he have, Mr. Ramos? Um, I haven't seen him. He only, from what I've seen, he's only come in one color, and that's not brass. It's definitely white. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like brass is like a golden brown color, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's definitely a brownish color, definitely, definitely. And we and we know the different shades of brown, right? Um, um yes, we do. Yes, we you do. Go from like a real, you can go from like a light sandy brown to like that real deep dark chocolate mm-hmm. like earthy mm-hmm. like you dig it and it's just like that real fertile soil this is like you know it's right. Right. as um uh man what's the song which was it's, it's, it's blacker than blacker than... <laughs> <laughs> right right you get you can get a very you can very get, have a very dark complexion similar to what people might know as like a wesley snipes very dark and then you have light skin you have you have that sandy brown burners right some of your favorite artists maybe you might find them like that and you see the athletes you see like you know the light skin um, a light brown color, and 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 what would be fair, right? Even even today, right? You know, you got you got the Black Lives Matter move, uh, movement <laughs> and all that. You, you they they are they are trying to make now a Jesus for every people, right? You're gonna see uh, a Jesus that has that straight hair with that same, you know, um, oh, yeah. very effeminate look, right? That's got dark skin. You're gonna have this the uh, similar Asian looking Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, you know, they, for all flavors, right? For all people, right, um, right, right. But all of them are different than, as is described by Saint John. That's true. That that is true. I would have to agree with you, and you do see that. Um, you do see that. But it's almost as if they took the same image of the face of the white image that they have of Jesus, and they just added some color to it, like color by right. number. <laughs> exactly. Or, or they, or they, or they just changed the eyes. You know, like the mugshot. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, slanted eyes. Um, <laughs> but we got to make sure we do it just we, we are, we're having fun with this, you know, at, at some people's expense. And we understand that. Um, so we'll come right back to the word and bring it straight back. Because now it's not we can't just leave it there because we didn't finish the description. That's true. Right. It's true. It is right. true. So verse 15 again, please, from the top. Sir. And his feet like unto fine brass. And his feet like unto fine brass. Now, so now. We already know that brass is going to be of a of like a golden brown color. Now check this out how descriptive it is. Read on, please, sir. As if they burned in a furnace. Now you take anything and you burn it in an oven. What color is it going to be, Mr. Ramos? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you burn anything in the oven. I burned quite a few things in the oven, sir, in my day. It's, I think every. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 you can't get away from it, and and this is what the truth is. Right. This, the truth is, is that our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, was a very, 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 very dark skinned man. He's black with what with white woolly hair. Mm-hmm. Now, you show me the depiction of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that they have out in the world in the Christian churches where right. Jesus Christ looks like that. So That's now, true. Mr. Ramos, the thought that we want to leave everyone with. Um, and this is what I was saying, this is one of our last episodes here in this season. But don't worry, we're going to come right back. Lord willing, in a couple of weeks. Uh, with the second season of mm-hmm. Mysteries of the Bible. That's right. But now just think, if he, if in the, if 
how you think and how you believe in Jesus Christ. If that was taught to you and the image that you have of Jesus Christ is the oneness in the world. And now right now you are hearing and understanding that something as simple as the description of what he looks like, they had to lie about and they changed that. Now, what about the rest of the doctrine? And is your everlasting soul worth the chance? So please. Stay tuned. Mysteries of the Bible. Please follow up with us via the various mechanisms we have to reach out. Blog talk at icgjc.org. The comforter.info. The.comforter.name. The holyconceptionunit.org. Or just pop by a local Israelite church of God and Jesus Christ. And we look forward to engaging with you. Stay in touch conversing with you and going through more mysteries of the Bible here as the Lord allows. Mr. Ramos, anything you want to close out? Uh, I just want to thank our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ again for uh, giving us this platform, Mysteries of the Bible, and thank um, the Holy God and Comforter, Holy Apostle and Chief High Priest, Tazadakia, also known as Dr. Jermaine Grant, the original host of the show, yourself, St. James, Mr. Powers as well. Um, for allowing us to be able to actually teach the word of God at his, as it's supposed to be taught um, in all truth. Um, so praise God for that. This was a great show, sir. Absolutely. Praise God Almighty, sir. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. I want you to understand it. It's a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Because it is given unto you. We are to know the mystery. Mystery, even a mystery. Hit through ages through history. Generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, the nation. Victory. You're listening to, listening to, listening to Mysteries of the Bible. Now, since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God.